0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jacob. And I am Ian. And this is the Jacob and Ian podcast. Um, today we are going to be talking about some... Um, what is it? Complaints. Com- complaints. Yes, we're ta- talking about complaining
1: and how it annoys us, kind of, right? Yes, and why we shouldn't do it. And why we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, but for Jacob, we're going to talk about some... To get into complaining, uh, we're going to talk about some pet peeves. So Jacob... What is your biggest pet peeve? Well,
0: if anyone knows me at all, then they'll know that I have about thirty pet peeves, just just on, on the back burner, just always annoying me at mm-hmm. all times. Oh, I just thought of this one. I don't know if this is going to be offensive or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the one that I thought of already, and that is chewing with your mouth open.
1: That one is annoying.
0: Or chewing loudly in general. Yes. Like if I'm Agreed. just sitting here eating lunch by myself, and then someone comes up and they just. Or chomping on a bag of chips. I'm like, that's disgusting. Uh, like yeah, get out of here. That's
1: one of those things like when you're a kid, you don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and you're like, gosh, this oh, kid is Oh, it's always annoying, so annoying. Why can't he just Even close even when, when I was
0: like in middle school, people would chew I want to punch him in the face. I'm like, get <laughs> out of here. Uh what is um what is what is your
1: pet peeve? So my pet peeve, it's it's like it's it's one thing, but then it's a little thing attached to it. So it's I'm I'm like a grammar stickler. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah. so like when people mess up grammar or spelling, it drives me nuts. But the pet peeve inside the pet peeve is when people call people like grammar nazis. Uh huh. Like that is like totally like the nazis suck, and yeah. we're just like attaching it to like, you know, like you are a, like you're a stickler for grammar, you so you're a grammar Nazi. Well, like, yeah. uh, it's not really, go really that far. Like nazis were pretty bad, so like that's you not you just you just like
0: people using the English language yes. correctly. Yes,
1: it's just like. It just annoys me when like it was just like yeah. this terrible sentence it's like well
0: i'm gonna gosh. I'm gonna say something that probably make you mad, but in that video that I posted of me shaving my head, yeah it uh at the very end at the end card it said it it's like tiny text it says, listen to the and Ian podcast completely free, a link in my bio or whatever I misspelled your name and mm-hmm. I misspelled podcast no one said anything because I don't think anyone read it. <laughs> and I, it was too late because it was in the video where it had the yeah. name, so I couldn't, I couldn't fix it at that point.
1: Yeah, and that that's hurt. what I thought when you said that. That would hurt. Yeah. It just, and the it's real, it's more annoying now, because mm-hmm. like kids are in college now, and like if you can't, you can't spell, if you can't spell some things, and I'm not talking like complicated words but like like disestablishmentarianism yeah screw that up i don't care that's okay just if you screw up like a simple verb or something like come on (laughs) it's bad it's bad but so yeah it's grammar spelling that's my biggest pet peeve what about like like, commas and stuff if
0: like you should put a comma right there
1: i mean i i like to get it right but that's not a big deal like i understand those are those are hard but like come on run-on sentence. Like, run-on, okay, yeah. Like, why is your sentence three lines long in a row? Like, go on. <laughs> like, like, put a period. Let's it's, chop that down. <laughs> that's a paragraph, and you use it as
0: one, <laughs> one sentence, and you're 19 years old. <laughs> I wonder
1: why it's so hard to write paragraphs. Like, well, <laughs> your paragraphs or your sentences are three lines long. That's why. Right. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so grammar, spelling is my pet peeve. But my biggest pet peeve, which we're going to talk about today on the podcast, is complaining. Complaining. And I just can't. Like, the people, complaining people, people who do nothing but complain, are just... Annoying. They're just, they're not good. Like, they're just not my favorites, to put it nicely. I don't
0: don't think there's anyone who's just like, I really like people who complain.
1: Yeah, like, that's the crazy thing to me, is like, but there's people who are around who, like, complain. Like well, people choose everyone, to be around people.
0: Everyone complains, but there are like there's certain people who do nothing but complain.
1: And yes. And so we're not specifically talking about those people. We're talking mm-hmm. about complaining in general because just in general. we all should complain. And, and we don't want
0: to put labels on people.
1: Yes. And we're not um you know, off this ourselves. We both have complaints too. We both complained, me and Jacob. Yeah, but, we just did. Uh, we just did. Um but this is more to show like why to me... Complaining is just stupid because it doesn't do anything, Mm -hmm. and that's really the big thing that we want to get across today is just this idea that complaining really doesn't actually accomplish anything.
0: No. I mean, I would say constructive criticism would would actually do something but complaining just like i don't like this yeah just because of the sake you don't like it that's not doing anything for anyone yeah
1: and talk about like the difference between those two just so we can get those constructive criticism
0: is like uh uh it's it's positive it's um you need to fix this to make this better but i still like it Mm -hmm. it's like people people give us constructive criticism on the podcast like like for instance someone said hey I love the podcast, but your intro music is just a little too long. Just shorten that yeah. up a little bit and it'd be great. Yeah, That's constructive criticism. He didn't come up here and say, I hate the beginning of your podcast. You don't change yes. it. I'm going to
1: stop listening. Yes, that's a great way, but that's yeah. that's the difference between constructive. So don't confuse this when you go and kind of like if you're examining your life or examining people around you. If construction critici- Constructive criticism is totally fine and that mm-hmm. helps you build yourself up, helps you become a a better person and just kind of helps improve. But complaining about things is not really helping anybody or yourself, and it's just kind of spouting off words that just don't really have any place or need to be said. Um, So to kind of connect with something we've already talked about, I kind of liken complaining to worrying, which we talked about a couple podcasts ago. It was – two episode three, three. It, it was three. episode
0: three and this is episode six yes so three episodes so a couple ago.
1: episodes ago we talked about uh fear anxiety worrying stuff like that classic episode and great episode fan We're favorite already in the vault uh <laughs> <laughs> and um but they're kind of similar because they both don't really accomplish anything mm-hmm. in that like when you complain about something you're just kind of saying words and nothing's actually getting done you're just saying there's a problem mm-hmm. uh but with and worrying is the same way. When you, like, worry about something, you're not actively trying to make the thing better or anything. You're just, like, no. worrying about it. Um, so both of them are really similar in that they're not – you're not actually helping solve the problem. You're just talking about the problem. Mm-hmm. You're just which, stating
0: that there's a problem and that's it.
1: That's Yeah, which that's probably the part that is the biggest pet peeve to me is when, like, when people just, like, say, like, oh, that's that's wrong. Like, that's not right. That would be my big like, when – uh back in high school when back in high school yeah a couple years ago <laughs> <laughs> um I sounded really old but um, uh when I was doing student body president stuff people would like say something wasn't working or w- wanted to do something different or like we would have these meetings and people would be like I don't think that's a good idea and I would say I, every time I would say well that's good what would you like to do differently then exactly. and there would not be anything. So like yeah. don't just say the problem with the problem is like like okay like with, you know, like a hurricane or something and somebody's like, "Hey, the water is coming over the walls." <laughs> that does nothing. <laughs> like we're about to drown. Constructive you can said say, "Hey, the water's going over the walls. Maybe I should go grab some more stone to right? stop the water." Yeah. Don't just like be the little girl saying, "Hey, mom, the water's the water it's, wa- uh, it's mm, I don't know what's going to uh, happen here. My bathtub is leaking, and water is coming over the top. Well, then put the drain in, honey. Right. Like yeah. that's so. Don't just complain about problems. Yeah, and that's you
0: can you can see the difference between constructive critis, crit, criticism and complaining because constructive criticism is a complaint, but with a solution to the yes. If it's a complaint, you need, in we the we same need to be breath,
1: people who are actively trying to help other people yeah. and build other people up, and not just like. Saying what's wrong, it's like if you're with your friend and you're saying, and you know that your friend struggles with something, it's okay to tell your friend that they struggle with something, but mm-hmm. you should, if you're their friend, be helping them, you know, control that, make that better. Or it it says it
0: says in the Bible to judge righteously. Yes, I
1: mean, because if you if you see something
0: wrong with your friend and it's worry, it's making you nervous mm-hmm. or worried for them, you point it out, mm-hmm. but. Do it constructively. Don't mm-hmm. don't do it. To knock and it then down.
1: Jesus goes even further with that when saying that when we're if we're gonna call the speck in another person's eyes, then we can't ignore the wooden plank the, inside yeah. our eyes. Is it the plank or is it a log? Wooden log plank. Probably different, the same thing. Different like, translations. Translation error. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like you should also if you're gonna complain about something, don't it be like and when somebody says something back to you, like don't be surprised because. Mm-hmm. It's probably, there's probably something wrong with you, which, (laughs) um, (laughs) so I was actually reading my devotional this morning and it was actually fit this really well. So I was like, that's awesome when God does that. Uh, So I was talking about like, um, there, the word for it was like disillusionment, but it was talking about how the only perfect thing is God and the Lord. Right. Right? Obviously I think we're all on the same page with that. Uh, and so we can only expect perfection from God. Mm -hmm. Uh, so why do we complain and get upset when people and things get messed up and aren't perfect? I don't know. Exactly. It doesn't, so make, sense. It doesn't make sense. So it's kind of, when you think of it like that, it's kind of like, why then are we like expecting perfect things to happen from imperfect people?
0: That's a really good point. And not to get, I don't know, I don't want to say political because that's not political, but people people in the church, especially like differing denominations, Always complain. Have you noticed this about other, like, I I can tell that like Methodists complain about Baptists and like, oh, it's because whatever they have like their reasons why they complain. Everybody Everybody and it's like you're not doing anything. It's not helping anything. You're not going to change that other person for something like we're all the same team here. You know, and there's a
1: hopefully, yes
0: hopefully, (laughs) please, hopefully. But there's one. There was one person who said I can't remember who it was, but. There are things will like, as Christians, we'll just be debating forever. And I don't think it's going to be a big deal when Jesus comes back and we're like, you know, we got it. we You do submerge in baptism. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's not it's not valid or, like, relevant in anything.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me on that, as I had to realize, is um, the Bible provides all the answers that we need. Yes. And every question that we need answers in the Bible. So the yes. stuff that we don't know and can't figure out, like, I mean, it's fun to talk about. It's faith, and it's not just so have I, faith. I think that, yeah. And I mean, I don't think we should ignore those things, but um, the answers come from the Bible, mm-hmm. and so whatever we should just—if we're taking stuff from that, then we'll we'll go with that.
0: So everybody has an opinion, but Christians just read your Bible, and whatever it says, it's right. <laughs> Bottom line, that's a good way to put it. That's it. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> so there's no reason to debate on whatever if. The Bible's the the deciding factor. If the Bible says, "Don't do this," or "Honor your father and mother," if the Bible says, "Honor your father and mother," you should honor your. You shouldn't debate that. Yeah, that that shouldn't be a question because yeah. that it's it's right all the time. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, on this complaining topic, uh, we're gonna start with a passage in Numbers that I think really handles this really well. Mm. Um, so it's Numbers 11, 1 through four and I will read it. And so it says, And the people complained in the hearing of the Lord about their misfortunes. And when the Lord heard it, his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some outlying parts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and Moses prayed to the Lord, and the fire died down. So the name of that place was called Tibera, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. Now the rabble that was among them had a strong craving, and the people of Israel also wept again and said, Oh, that we had meat to eat. So for some context, context, um, this is happening people, the Israelites with Moses. And the people back then at this time were pretty big complainers and like were yeah. uh, always finding something to complain about, even though they had been delivered from slavery at this point, delivered from Egypt, they're in the Promised Land, but they're still finding things to complain about, which yeah. that can be the first thing we take is like, these people literally got put in the land that God had promised them, taking them out of slavery, and they were still finding things to complain about. Kind of interesting. Um, yeah, the
0: whole Old Testament is basically just one big complaining fest of the Israelites. <laughs> if if it's anything, like the entire how many books are in the Old Testament? Oh, I don't. I can't tell you off the top of my head. Probably thirty three. No, sounds, it's close. It's like sixty six <laughs> half. I don't know, but all of them. It's just like Israelites. They're God's chosen people, they're delivered from the Egyptians, they start complaining. God's like, "I'm going to destroy you, but I love you." Uh it's just that over and over and over again. And people are always like the Israelites are so dumb. Like, why are they always complaining so much? And it's like it's a direct representation of who we are. Like, yeah I always think it's complaining.
1: Super it's yeah, that's really crazy that you ended it like that because I think that's so true in that, you know, we're not in the promised land we're in America, nah. but um we're still complaining News about Newsflash.
0: America is not God's chosen people.
1: <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> did you get good that? Thing. <laughs> <laughs> good thing to clear up just in case. Uh they did not move to uh Georgia America America's in the, not your kingdom. Yeah, the Red Sea is different than the Pacific Ocean. Um but uh so but the other crazy thing is this is right after the Red Sea has been split open for mm-hmm. them. So like they have just seen this great miracle God's performed, walked through and they just start complaining. Yeah. So poor guys. Think about in our own lives, when does God do something for us, and then we get it, and we're like, "God, could you really not just like keep doing Come a little on, more?" Man. Just like, like push that's it so bit. crazy. But we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, some of the interesting things about this is so they're complaining to the Lord for their misfortunes, but like I said, they'd literally just gotten a great gift, and they're still complaining about it, uh, and God literally burns half the place they're in. But the interesting thing is the place he burns is like the outskirts. So, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even burn the main part of the camp. Like, he easily could have just burned the people who were actually complaining. He probably yeah. didn't even come after the people who were actually complaining. It was really just to give a sign, like, Warning hey. shot. Yeah. Literally pretty much a warning shot. But my favorite part about that is after that ends and they get Moses to cry out, pray Lord, fire dies, then – Literally immediately after they start complaining again that they had a lot of food that they wanted more food and had mm-hmm. a strong craving, like you come literally on, just got this sign from God come that on, he could come after you, and your next thing is, I'd be like that'd be like if the fire came down and they're like that was it's the middle of summer, God come could you on, not man. send Seriously? down could you not send down an ice shot like <laughs> are you kidding me right now like I mean that they're literally just finding things to complain about, but right. Jacob I ask you don't we do the same thing
0: um. No, there's no thought at at it all. Yes, of course. Of <laughs> course we do. Yes. We re- we complain about everything all the time, and it's it's annoying, it, basically. It's, it's just annoying.
1: I mean, it's like if we look at this story and we're like, man, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> they just yeah. got Come to Come on, give guys. You, you know and, better than that. And, but then we know better than that, or we yeah. should know better than that.
0: Talk about seeing a speck in someone else's eye and not addressing yeah. the log in ours. Yes. Plank. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Plank, log, whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Lincoln Plank, Lincoln Log, <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> Logs. I Linken Logs. Uh, oh. But um so yeah, it's like it happens all the time for us that we're complaining about something, even though God has just given us something, but it wasn't enough or mm-hmm. it wasn't what we wanted. It's like God's like, just it's okay. Like just you're gonna keep living. Just it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so talked about talk about that. Then also there's just some really super wise words in the New Testament too, um, that Paul writes just in case some of you guys are like,
0: "Well, this is an Old Testament. It's the old covenant.
1: Yeah, so I just I think that is important to show it in both personally because um you can actually see that after Christ does things for us, which I'll read right here in Ephesians, um, the point still stands. Uh, and it, it says in ephesians four twenty nine let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And then it goes on, verse 32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So I think that's the connection for us now living after Christ has died for us, on sin for us, uh, on the cross for us, sorry, uh, for our sins. We're in a world now where the biggest act of grace and forgiveness has happened, Mm -hmm. and we still have the audacity to come about it, almost. Oh, dude, yeah,
0: it, it Just talking about this is making me like, oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> um, but that verse you just read uh, in Ephesians, it applies more to, like, even more to just complaining. Like, it just... yeah, It, it applies sure. to just your vernacular in general. Oh, yeah. It's like speaking and interacting with other people mm-hmm. in general. Like, even if you don't... Say say you're the one person who doesn't complain ever. Yeah. And they read that congratulations, verse... Like, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but it's not don't think that that verse doesn't apply because mm-hmm. that that applies to everyone in almost every aspect of their lives. Like mm-hmm. only talk about people like uplifting them. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't break someone's, you know. Yeah. Cause when you're breaking yeah. someone
1: down, then I mean, this is kind of cheesy and corny. We use it to talk to kids, but mm-hmm. we forget about it. I think that's, what's really interesting about kids lessons is we hear them so much and think they're cheesy. But then when we get older, they actually apply more for us yeah um so but like that's a person too that you're talking about that has the same emotions and feelings you do Mm -hmm. and thought process that you do so when you bring them down you wouldn't want them to i mean treat others the way you want to be treated like i mean the golden rule literally the golden rule so like if you're gonna complain you know then don't get upset if something happens back i guess um i don't i don't know but uh I don't really understand that thought process, but, uh, and then in Philippians, uh, Paul still talking, um, says in verse chapter two, verse 14, do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. If Paul is calling the Philippians (laughs) generation crooked and twisted, then, who are what we? What the heck are we living in right now? now? <laughs> if
0: I if I was someone listening to this podcast and I'd have it in my ears, I wouldn't hear that verse, and I'd be like, "Oh, that applies to like the preteens. That applies to the kids who like complain to their dad about, well, like, yeah. mowing the lawn." But does it? But it does. It, it doesn't at all. It applies <clears throat> to so many more people than that because it. Everyone everyone grumbles about any anything. Like if someone is someone asks you to do something you don't want to do, you're going to end up complaining about it. Why mm-hmm. don't you just say, of course I'll do that. It's, it's furthering the King, the kingdom, you know, it's, yeah. for, it's
1: for the Lord. It's all about how you view it. I right. think like we, well, yeah, it's the, you know, the cliche is glove half full or half empty. Well, yeah, it's, it's both. I'm a realist, but, um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's so, but that really is a good way to put it. Cause like, if you're just looking at everything negatively, yeah. then you're just contributing to the world that we live in, which yeah. I think as a Christian, we should not be trying to do that personally, just my opinion. Yeah, uh yeah. We should, just your opinion. We should be <laughs> trying to Well, oh, that's awkward. Uh, but <laughs> um but yeah, we should be we're called to be set apart from the world. Mm-hmm. And so if we're just if we're just people who complain and people who grumble and people who just uh point out others' faults and don't do anything about it, then we're just we're just a part of the world that we're not really called to be a part of. Um and I just, I think it's really important to get another thing on that note. It's also not your like jurisdiction or your right if you see somebody else complaining to call them out on their complaining Mm -hmm. because then you're just complaining about their complaining. What we're supposed to do is just show love to that other person and um, not complain right back to them because then yeah. you're just cycling and cycling but you know we're supposed to be able to be an example of love I'm going to talk about show here in a minute in another verse in Romans um, but um, so don't don't like add to that cycle and just make that person want to complain even more um, yeah. just you know show the love to them that Christ did for them because I think that's where we can really connect it back to uh, Christ is Christ has done this great thing for us don't we want to represent him mm-hmm. and it's if you really have to have a heart check with yourself is you know do you think christ was a complainer
0: (laughs) no i don't think yeah i don't think so i try to put him in situations where i think that he might might have complained like say jesus was at olive garden and he (laughs) ordered spaghetti and his with no meatballs but he got meatballs do you think he would be like excuse me i don't eat meatballs i can only eat ground beef in my Mm -hmm. spaghetti can you like take this back because that's kind of like a complaint or is that just a he would say it in such a sweet way. He would. He's like, like, You sweet young child. <laughs> Can you please He's child of God <laughs> Um anyway, before you read the next verse, I, I wanna say that we as Christians are called to to not only be like Jesus, but in Paul says in this verse you're about to read in Romans twelve, it's all like we have we have a set things to do and act. Like how we act as Christians, that's it's a very specific thing that we have to that we have to follow. You know, it says, um, what is it? Uh, be patient in affliction or love. You've got to read it. It doesn't yeah. matter. But it's very important that we live in that light and when we complain, we're not living in that light.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in Romans 12, uh, verse 2 to start, uh, Paul says, Do not be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I just like to read that start to go back to what we just talked about in Philippians, just the idea that we're not supposed to be a part of this world. so are supposed to be different and show the difference and, that Christ made and use that through our lives. But sprinkling Romans 12 here, Paul just says some really important things, I think, that um, we can take. Uh, so it says in verse 10, Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Uh, verse 12, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the need to the saints, and seek to show hospitality. Uh bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse them rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep uh, live in harmony with one another uh, repay no one evil for evil but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all uh if possible so far as it depends on you live peaceably with all uh do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good
0: that entire passage is how you should live
1: it's so true right? if yeah. if you have if you want something, just read and study. It's Romans twelve nine through 21. I just kind of jumped around on there. my
0: favorite passage. Romans 12 is my favorite passage so it's ever. Really fun. I love that. Um,
1: and just as you look at those things and those things I just read, you just see, number one, it doesn't say to complain, um, Not but once. it's all about how the true Christian is an example of love mm-hmm. and is an example of Christ's love for us and how... He had grace on us. And what that means for us is that we're a representation of that, which means we're not complaining just because it's we're a part of God's creation, and it's not it's not our right or even really just what we should do to just go out and complain about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, do we not see that God did this phenomenal, great thing for us, and we still have just like this desire to complain about it. Like he, like he saved you from going to hell and saved you from your sin and your imperfection. Did he really? He did. Oh, um, what do you know? And I don't, I just, I think when we complain, we, we don't appreciate that. Right. And that when I hear complaints, like even if that's maybe not what the person is trying to get across, I mean, really, when you get, but when you get down to it, though, that that's what it is. It's just that we're, we think about these other things, think about these things that are going wrong and just getting upset about these other things. But, like, dude, like, if you're a Christian, you are saved from your sin, and you don't have to worry about um, all these imperfections. But just live in the harmony of Christ, even in suffering and even in bad times. Like, you are still saved like you were still god still died for you mm-hmm. and when we complain we're we're not appreciating it so even if we're even if that's really what we're trying to get across or even if that's not even in the front of our mind that's really what what we're doing is we're not appreciating what god done for us
0: and you said you said something very uh it really hit home for me when you said uh even in your suffering like don't complain even in your suffering um because god tells you like you're going you're going to suffer just mm-hmm. that's just part of life and through that suffering he will he will make you holy he will mm-hmm. like he'll deliver you from that and when you're in that suffering state you tend to be like man i just i don't know i, I don't know what to do my like is god even here like is mm-hmm. he helping me anything and i'm like dude the holy spirit is with you and he is guiding you through this and if you are just like uh what is it patient in affliction then you will you will be delivered through this and become a just a, a better, well-rounded person and Christian through that, mm-hmm. and instead of complaining, rejoice in that. Mm-hmm. See that, and you're just, yes, I am going to become a better person mm-hmm. from this. And we, I was talking about this on my vacation. It wasn't really a vacation. It felt more of like a, like a, like a Bible retreat with <laughs> all the godliest people I know ever, <laughs> and it was phenomenal. But in that, we were talking about um one one of the nights we um we sat down, we talked about suffering, and i uh i had the chance to to talk to everyone and i said i as twisted as this sounds i'm like i i welcome i I welcome suffering and trials because i know that i will become a better person through that there will be no i I mean i won't die i mean god's not gonna kill me through this uh but whatever even if that's a different thing even if i do yeah um but even through that i'll become such a such a better Christian from it and now like through all these trials I've gone through in my life I look back like a year ago two years ago and I look back and I'm like man am I even a Christian was I even a Christian back then because I've been I've grown so much and I can just see the road that I've, I've been yeah. on and it, it blows my mind and I have no reason to complain mm-hmm. in those trials because yeah. I, I, I know yeah and um, one more thing because I love the passage I love Romans 12 I'm reading through Romans right now and I just got to Romans 12 and um Uh, reading all of that romans 1 1 to romans 12 9 is all doctrine it's all paul saying uh to the romans you're doing this wrong you're doing this wrong and you need to change this he's giving constructive criticism to the romans Mm -hmm. and he's telling them how to be saved how to do this how to how to worship how to whatever and then in romans 12 9 it's when the, the constructive criticism comes in. He says, instead of doing that, do this instead. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Uh, cling to what is good. Mm-hmm. And then he says that all that uh, patient and affliction, uh, whatever, I forgot the wording. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, though. I can't, I don't remember it, though. Um, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. And Paul says it such, in a in a great way, and I don't think anyone could, even talk like Paul now because no. he's so crazy. Yeah, Paul's a wacko. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the good kind, though. Yeah, the, the
0: a great wacko. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I agree. I agree with all that and just yeah. how important suffering is. Again, uh, it, it just sounds crazy. And if if you're coming at it um, from, you know, if you're coming at it from the wrong mindset, then yeah, it sounds ridiculous. But I think I see time and time again. Jacob just talked about with him, and then I'm sure the people listening to this can say the same thing. Like once you get the death suffering and look back, you're like, wow! Like after the end of it, if I've had the faith, then I come out of it like just feeling renewed. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the few Christian cliches that like really does hit home for me a lot is uh, the either going in a storm, you're in the storm, or you're going out of one. We talked about
0: that. What was it the convictions? I probably talked about it again. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but it's, it's so true. Like you're either, yeah. you're either in one right now, you just got out of one and you're going to another one. Like it's just how life works. Um, but we have to be patient and we have to show love throughout it. Um, so in here, I have a couple, just a couple of things I wrote down, uh, to help with complaining. If, uh, you find yourself feeling like you complain too much or you're, Or, I mean, we all complain, so it's going to apply to all of us. So um, this helped me just thinking about these uh, already just kind of helped me kind of reset my mind. So first thing was think before you speak, uh, which sounds really simple, but um, just that when we actually take the time to think out what we're about to say, we can usually catch ourselves if we're about to make a complaint or say something we shouldn't. I have to do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, It's a really good trait to get into. Um, There's a proverb that says, uh, some on the lines, I couldn't remember the exact reference earlier when I was looking at it, but something about beware, beware those who talk fast because when you're, <laughs> then that's not like a going after used car salesman or anything, but like just when we're, <laughs> we're not thinking before we actually talk, yeah. then, um, just bad things can happen. Uh, so just mm-hmm. think before you speak leading into the Proverbs. Second thing, it's really cliche to just say, read the Bible. I was about to say that you yeah. should, but, uh, so to help with that, um, Specifically, I said go into the Proverbs because the Proverbs uh, are what I've been reading through this month. And when you dive into the Proverbs, they talk so much about um, your mouth and your lips and just what is coming out of them. And so that's a really good place to start if with complaining. is. And the Proverbs just repeats over and over again in different ways, in different language, uh, just to check what's coming out of your mouth before you say it. Um, your tongue is so powerful. So powerful. James 4... I don't know. I was just reading James, it, though. I think it's three. I think I it's James can't three. Remember. Um But uh talks about that, too. And that's another phenomenal passage. Um, but so going to those, that can really help you see the importance of what you say. Uh, the third thing to we'll end with is this idea of choosing joy. And this is the biggest thing for me. It's the hardest thing. I think thinking before you speak, theor- probably the easiest, just because you can apply that mm-hmm. right now. Going into the Proverbs or James, like that. You've Got to do a little work for that, but this is the hardest one choosing joy. And by that, I mean just literally waking up every day and just deciding that you're going to be joyful, you know, no matter the yeah. circumstance, no matter the stuff yeah, that's suffering, hard to do. That's hard very hard to do. to do. And there are going to be days where you're not going to want to choose joy, or no. you're going to go through your day, you're going to be having a good day, and then something happens and it's going to change your whole mood. But the importance of choosing joy just I can't be understated I have I wear a wristband that says live joyfully and it's like I look at it pretty much all the time Mm -hmm. just because it's just a constant reminder to me that okay like I have to look at this joyfully and if I don't then that's when I get negative and that's what I get down on on myself or my circumstances but if I always can just look at it through the lens of okay like look at what God has done for you Ian like he has done so much just just Live joyfully. Just choose him and choose joy every day. Um, because you're like we said, you're gonna go through suffering, you're gonna go through bad circumstances where it is so, so easy to complain. But the crazy thing is, God already knew that was gonna happen, God saw that it was gonna happen, and God sent his son to die for you. And if you have the faith in him, then you're gonna become a better Christian out of that. Yeah, you're gonna if you choose him constantly and choose the joy constantly, then it's just, it just comes back to you every time and you see that mm-hmm. you're going to become a stronger person and that you're going to become a more joyful person, which is really just a better place to be. I mean, yeah. it is to be a person who's choosing joy. So that's what I really want to hit in with and with just this idea, choose joy, uh, which, you know, is a hard thing. So, uh, if it's something that you're struggling with, you know, feel free to talk to us. We can help. Sure, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, and That's the most important thing.
0: One more thing uh, to add on to that list is patience. I think to to not complain or to complain is to yeah, not that have kind patience. Of threads
1: through all all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking before you speak. You just have just patience. be
0: be patient in in what what's your what's happening, mm-hmm. uh, what's about to happen, what you're gonna say, what you whatever whatever it may be. Just yeah.
1: be patient that's so true that's definitely true yeah if you're if you can uh which can, i know it's, I know it's easier just, said than done yeah i know we just told you to choose joy and be patient which are like probably the two hardest things the the hardest of your thing life, in your life but yeah uh that's why complaining is so easy i think yeah. because to fix it you have to do really hard things um but uh yeah patience for sure because when you um decide that you're going to be patient and just trust in god's timing and not your own ooh, that's hard it is. uh but yeah you it ends up that you know God God has control of your life, Cra- crazy you, enough. <laughs> so if uh, if you have that faith in him and can just look at him and uh reflect on what he's done for you then it'll all work it's out. It's really incredible how stuff happens. Yeah. Um so we're gonna end uh on a liar note we wanna end uh, edition of kind of we'll ironically. Rank we yes. wanna we
0: wanna end by ranking the most popular complaints. Yes. And then complain about them. And then just why
1: <laughs> they don't really make sense. Um, yes. Because really, again, no complaining really makes sense. So, so this is this is another segment,
0: another yeah. segment that we've added yes. called uh, rank them, rank
1: them, uh, which we have done before. We uh, yeah,
0: we ranked the pastors. Yep,
1: we did. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna read some of these off, and we're just gonna kind of we're gonna go through these just real quick. Uh, so, the first one we have written down was I'm tired. Mm.
0: I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed.
1: That's just a ridiculous like, complaint. Sh- like, shut your mouth. Just like sleep. you're gonna go to bed at some point. Like, yeah. There's like, little, no
0: one asked you. Like,
1: Oh, <laughs> you're tired? When it comes down to all these complaints, most of the time the proper, not the proper response, but the response is no one cares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it comes down to, like, I'm tired. Like, well, you're going to go to bed at some point. You're not going to stay up the rest of your life. So, like, you're going to get sleep. What do, you, really what do you expect out of that? Yeah, like is somebody gonna be like, "Oh, stop the gosh. show! Everyone, stop the I show!" I have melatonin right here in my pocket. Let me Ian's tired. Up. Everyone, stop. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, so that's the first one. Second one: Are we there yet? Classic example. Yeah, uh, if but, you're
0: under the age of twelve and you said, "Are you there yet? Are we there yet?" then which we all have. Let's we, just, everyone has. Let's everyone just, has.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, are we there yet, does not put the car into rocket boost mode. No. And you don't actually get there any quicker. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: it's, he's uncomfortable. You you need to get yeah, here. Go, your, go. Your mom's
1: not like strapping on a jetpack no as soon as you that. say, are we there yet. Yeah. Like, it's going to, you'll, you'll be there. You're not helping anything. Okay, exactly. Uh, third one, there's nowhere to eat. This one really hurts me because I like to eat. So, when there's nowhere to eat, I, I understand this one, but it, it is kind of stupid. Because, like, yeah. when you think about it, like- there's nowhere to eat currently but like there you're definitely if you're if you're in America right now you're in a better situation <laughs> on eating places than yeah pretty much the rest of the world if you're
0: in America and you're less than 10 miles from a major road <laughs> then i guarantee you there's a McDonald's <laughs> that you could probably walk to and if you say there's nowhere to eat then get over it yeah, go get, I, go I get a big
1: mac you'll make it you'll make it and again, we can't I can't stress this enough. You are doing better than most of the world when yes. it comes to eating yes. options. So you know, be grateful. Be this grateful. Uh and it makes you appreciate the meals you do eat more. Right. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so fourth thing, uh <laughs> these these are funnier because me and me and Jacob have never said these before in our life. Never. Uh so uh I just finished working out. I'm I'm sore kinda goes on that. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> dude. Man, if, that's, so tired. if that's not the biggest flex, like Well, it'd because be that's warm. enticing
0: the person to ask, like, yeah. Oh, did you just work out? Yeah, man, I maxed out it at like, like four hundred pounds. And
1: usually what happens is you're asking that person to like help you with something and they're like dude I would I but I'm literally my biceps are burning <laughs> so right sad. now it's like <laughs> uh, and then the, you know what always happens after the person says that hmm. they still do the thing like yeah. they don't it doesn't actually I'll like just push stop the pain. Them. like yeah. yeah no it's fine man I'm I'm a beast so I'll just look this up real quick <laughs> like dude, come on you know, man you know like you just finished working out Yeah. the fifth thing um, which I'll clarify just in case, is, is I wish my clothes still fit and this is in <laughs> the same vein of <laughs> working out because it's like you know and we mean like Oh, dude! Like, I—I I grew, so lately, <laughs> I grew just, out of my clothes. I just gotten so big lately. I just—I just—I've been putting on the putting on the muscle, the gains. Like, dude, you didn't like. This is not a Looney Tunes cartoon. No. You do not physically pop out of your shirt walking around.
0: And you also huh? more than likely live in America, and
1: you could go get a new shirt. Yeah.
0: Like, You're, there's no
1: shortage of clothing. Yeah, don't compl- like like. Oh man, I gotta go get new clothes. Like, <laughs> nobody complains about that. Get over it, dude. Nobody's like, man. Dang it. Like be happy that you have clothes, period. <sighs> Gotta go to TJ Maxx and get some new Damn. clothes. Like nobody's really don't complain <laughs> about that. Like, dude, it's fine. Yeah. No. It's now ridiculous. I think I think those are in
0: pretty pretty good order right there.
1: I think that's a pretty good order. I am uh, tired yeah. is... I'm tired. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> just for like dude, really tired. Like you'll sleep. Like Yeah. Gosh. If you're
0: around us and you hear a... if we hear you say, I'm tired then we'll probably smack you. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But that means also
1: if you hear one of us say that, you you have the right to come after us. One time this summer, Jacob didn't come to church because he was tired from work. (laughs) (laughs) So Jacob himself is guilty. Yes. I literally texted Jacob when I got to the church, Mm -hmm. are you coming tonight? He said no, worked from I worked like, like a nine-hour shift. It was not nine. Hours. It
0: was. It was a really long and shift. He was
1: too tired.
0: I was. To l- I was mentally church. exhausted. I could not. add. Just couldn't handle the Holy Spirit I coming could, on Yes, your heart. I could not. I could not <laughs> add simple math. I had twenty fingers when I looked down. I was like, "It's bedtime." Oh, but I, yeah, don't complain like <laughs> oh, me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, they didn't wrap up with complaining. We know it's it's just something, especially with the world we live in, like it's just super easy to complain. But mm-hmm. we're called to be set apart from this world, and we can see that there's a way out of it, and there's a way to try to help that habit. And if we're choosing joy, if we're diving in the Word, we're thinking before we speak, and we're just realizing that nothing's going to be perfect, no. and that's okay. Like n- nobody's perfect. Like you just you don't have to get over it is that a Miley Cyrus song it is a Miley Cyrus song (laughs) this podcast does not support Miley Cyrus just to clarify that is a song of hers Um, but yeah so just if you can really just get in your head like nothing's gonna be perfect then it can really that can really help yeah I think because then you just realize to take things a little easier and don't complain Mm -hmm. Um, so you got anything else Um, well to outro the whole thing yeah uh, thanks for listening yes um, I think we're. I think we can confidently say at this point we have more than four listeners. Yes, we do. We have maybe fourteen.
0: Yes, let's well, just add add by ten, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fourteen. That kind of works. Maybe out. not four. Well, thank you for
0: everyone who listens. Yes, um, thank you. We really want to do a question and answer podcast. Um, we're kind of working on it to see how uh, it'll it'll work for you guys to submit questions on something a better platform than just rating us because mm-hmm. we know that it's harder to rate on spotify than it is on yeah. apple or anything um but we definitely still want to do it um what else things about it that's it just yeah, keep listening oh yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah that reminds me we want we want an outro we want like a solid like little tagline or something mm-hmm. that'll just instead of saying all right see you later yep. then we want something good so that's if good you point. have any suggestions write in yeah and we'll figure it out. We, can,
1: um, we can maybe try out an outro right here. Uh, sure. All right. You want to make it like a. Yeah, like I have a one beat? in my head right now. Do you really? Not a beat, but.
0: Okay, do you have something that rhymes? Maybe. Okay, go for it. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. Flippity flip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. flip. <laughs>